Welcome everybody to the GBO podcast where we're talking Gamecock basketball only. Brought to you by Modern Exterminating. We know what bugged you. I'm Sumter. And I'm Bryce. And Bryce, this week... It was a little bit of an interesting week. Would you agree? Disappointing, I think, is the better word. The week prior, our last episode, things were great. We were winning. Everyone was winning. Yeah. Women were winning. Men were winning. And then all of a sudden, Wednesday night happened. And we took a little trip down to Conway. Now, going into that, I wanted to make a little note on this. So, I don't know why we agree to home and homes with small schools in the state. I just feel like... At worst, you I mean, you have something to lose, and you really have not much to gain by going there. Would you agree? There's nothing to gain, because you're supposed to win the game. And there's everything to lose. And they're coming hyped up because the big school in the state's coming down to their small 2,300-seat arena. Oh, man, if you were a coastal student, if you were a 20-year-old coastal student... They got juiced up, just like their team how, was juiced how up. How pumped up would you have been for this game? It had been made my week. You would have been texting all your Gamecock friends that go there, yep. trolling them. That's right. Once you got up, you'd just be going crazy. And they had one dominant center going into the game, 18 points a game, and he was the beast. But anyway, going into the game, I think it was maybe two hours before the game, I'm at Fat, not, not Fat Cat, shout out to Todd, love some Fat Cat Biscuits, but I was at Bad Daddy's Burger Bar. Forest my drive. God, you can't even remember where you. Oh, I know. I just said where I was, and I was enjoying my burger, and then I get a John Rothstein tweet saying that Cousinard's out. Well, we expected that. Well, he had the groin injury late in the yeah. game last game, so when that happened, I went, "Oh no," because Cousinard is our only strong point guard. Wright's growing; he shows flashes, but going on the road with a freshman point guard, scary. Yeah. So I, I got worried just going into the game. Yeah. I had a little feeling I should have went to Vegas, placed a wager. I think we were favored by six and a half. We were only favored by six and a half. We're the Gamecocks, baby. Anyway, they came out, started the game. They were good. They, they just took it to yeah, us. They were good. They came to play, and Frank made a little note in the uh, post game saying that because of our shoot-around, he knew that we were going to lose by 20. He made that comment, which kind of bothered me a little bit. Like, how about you coach a little bit better instead of just saying, I knew what was coming? How about you adapt? I. So, let, before we get into Frank here, let's let's do a quick wrap-up of the game. Um, so They came out and just rolled with us. And I think it was, what, one point at halftime? One point, but they got up in about 14 in the first half. Yeah. And I think the last few minutes we went we on a little. Back into it. We'll, and Stevenson hit a few shots. And down, I believe, it was either 35, 34, 36, 35. I think it was 36, like 35. Okay. And then we, so it was 36, 35 at the half. And we lose 80 to 56. I think that just tells you everything you need to know. We scored. 20 points in the second half. They went on an 8 0 run to start the second and they half. Scored, and they scored 45. It was over. They came out and just punched us or in 44. the mouth. 44. I, I did the math backwards, but it's the same. Punch in the mouth. And their center got fouled, I think, 16 times, went to the line 20 times. That guy was just dominant. Yeah. And 20, we, 23 and 13, just dominant. We were not. And we should have been dominant. And. It shouldn't have mattered that Cousinard was hurt. Well, Frank said it. that was the difference. That's what he said in the postgame. <clears throat> I just, 
I don't like I don't like little stuff like that. Kind of kind of ticks me off. So like, I mean, Kuznar was hurt today against Georgetown. Still played. Still gave he, valuable minutes. He gave valuable minutes, yeah. but but we win today against Georgetown without him. Like, well, I think Coastal Carolina would have beat Georgetown. Just to be clear on that, I don't know, man. Their Kimpom ranking is two forty six. Well, our Kimpom was what seventy ish, something like going that. to the game. It's down near a hundred now. What what happens when you lose to two forty six? Yeah, you lose some spots. So I, I don't know about you guys listening to pod. I was ticked off Wednesday night. Yeah, it's just it's just more of the same. And I get we were on the road, and I get that Cousinard was hurt, and. I'm I'm fine. Like if you want to make these excuses, that that's fine. They're, they're legitimate excuses. Like, would we have had a better shot at winning the basketball game if it was played at Colonial Life Arena with a healthy Cousinard? Absolutely. But we still should have been able to win this basketball game. Now, the one of the things that's critically important here is that the difference was not that Jermaine Cousinard was hurt. The difference was that our backup point guard is a true freshman who is not necessarily ready to play starting point guard minutes. Especially on the road. Yeah. Like, that's that's the difference. If we have junior Trey Hannibal in this game, it's a different game. Agreed. But he's in Murray State. He's not here. He's not here for the Gamecocks. And his free agent trade... Chico Carter not doesn't even play, and if he he did play a little bit at Coastal, but he's a non-factor. But but it's it's very clear that we have four guards, and Frank's playing two of these guys at all times, and that's Cousinard, Reese, Wright, and Carter. Yes, and so he's starting Cousinard and Reese, and then he is bringing Wright and Carter off the bench as the freshmen, and so with Cousinard out, like what were their minutes? Um, Wright played twenty five minutes. Carter fifteen. Carter. No, that was that was Chico. Uh, Thirteen for, yep. for Carter, but but Wright played starter minutes. Right, and you, you know, and and he started. Um, also, notably, and this is weird, and this was weird today as well. Okay. <clears throat> Why wasn't Keyshawn Bryant starting in this game? Why did Keyshawn Bryant only play? He's still minutes? bringing him off the bench. I thought eventually that. He would go over Stevenson in the lineup, but Frank loves Stevenson. Yeah, that's fine. Stevenson's good. Oh, you mean at the four? Well, just why isn't but like? Well, why? Georgetown was tall. That's Coastal Today. was pretty tall, but they weren't SEC tall. Bryant can play tall. Yeah, he played the four a lot. Yeah, like Bryant can play the four. Bryant could play the two as well. Stevenson could play the two, like. I just, I just, is Keyshawn Bryant one of the five best players on this basketball team? I think he's in the top two. Who, who, let, let's just say there's, there's four players on this basketball team that right now that I trust. Cousinard Bryant. Um, Stevenson and Levesque. Wow. I'd probably, Levesque or Reese would be in And, and maybe James in Reese. Between. But, but, but like, like. Clutch time. Of, of this team. Keyshawn Bryant is definitely one of the five best players on the team, and he's probably one of the three best players on the team. Yep. Right? And I would say that Eric Stevenson is one of the three or four best players on the team. He's so hot and cold. He's so hot and cold, but he's 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 consistently great on D. He's got good defense. And um, Frank doesn't want to play them together. No. 
he brings them in for each other. Right. Like it's always it's almost an always switch out. Stevenson Stevenson played 26 minutes, Bryant played 18. That's almost 40 on the nose. Like like they do play together a little bit, but I mean t- today against Georgetown that was the case the whole time. He just brings Brian in for Stevenson, and he's like, okay, I'm going to have this good player in at the three, which is, I guess, fine. We always have one of the two of them in the game, but never at the same time. And I, I think there's like a 10-minute a stretch there in the second half in which Brian is just on the bench. That's how it is. Like, it's like about if, his rotations. Frank's rotations are not good. He does not put his best players in. If you're going to bring one or two freshmen in, you keep at least three Either starters are count count on players in the game, and sometimes there's times where there's one starter and four freshmen in, and then teams go on these runs. That's what I was talking to you earlier in the season. Yeah, you you've been on this all season. I'm all about the rotations. I just think when you're going to sub in players, you bring in one or two guys freshmen, yeah, to go with the the veterans. But Frank does not do that at all, and and part of it is position, but like at the same time. You got to play your best players on the floor. The best basketball that Frank Martin has ever played at the University of South Carolina. His best players are on the floor. His best players were on the floor. Is it's the NCAA tournament run, and what ended up happening on that run? Who was playing the four on that run? Thornwell, Sundarius Thornwell. <clears throat> like Sundarius Thornwell was the shooting guard. He was playing power forward. Playing against the Gonzaga seven footer. It was almost the, almost beat him out. It was the only way to consistently get the best players on the floor. All of the best players on the floor. He he and that's why we we went on those runs. He he made the adjustments that year that he had to make. And that's why the team succeeded. And just he just doesn't want to do this. And year after year, we will get in these games against these mid-major non-conference teams. And he just leaves and he just leaves guys on the well, bench. Well, the big thing is we're struggling at point guard and we're struggling at the four spot. Would you agree? Yeah. Josh Gray that we thought that was going to be dominant and maybe Levesque at the four. It's always Levesque at the five. And when Gray occasionally comes in, Gray's not doesn't have it like we thought he'd have it early on in the year. Uh, Gray is I think who like He is who we thought he was. He, is that he, what you're about to right, say? Right, right. Gray's who we think or Gray is who he was at LSU. You, we can't expect all the transfers to hit their ceilings, you know, like and be the best versions of themselves. And uh, Josh Gray is a decent basketball player. He did not. He looks good coming off the bus. <laughs> he does. He looks like he would be great if you were if you were if you just if you had never watched this team play basketball at all, and you just line the team up, and we're gonna draft a team from just from from, from their size. Uh, Josh Gray would be your first pick. I'm talking Mustafa pushed him around. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I just, Coastal beat us 80-56. I don't, it might be up there in the top five. Would you say it's in the top five Frank Martin losses? It's definitely in the top five Frank Martin losses. Would you put it at number one? Well, it, it is in the top five Frank Martin losses of the last five years. I, you have Stetson up there? Uh, n- number one is Wyoming still is at Wyoming. Oh man. The nice Facebook live TV stream. That was interesting. Yeah. That was another reason we went out to, we were at middle Wyoming. of nowhere, Wyoming lose. We lose at home to Stetson and Boston. U. what other teams has he lost to? So in the non-con. So a lot. All right. So, um, 
You put a nice since, since the final four. Since the final four. All right, and these rankings are going to be Kim Pom. Uh, Kim Pom's rankings, and so for those listeners who don't know what Kim Pom is, uh, Ken Pomeroy is a college basketball statistician who it's pretty accurate compared to the net. It's I think it's a little more yeah, accurate. It, and but but it's a ranking that's like the net rankings, and um, it it's a good reflection, I think, of who the best teams are. And one of the things I really like about it is. It ranks all 350-something. Anyone um, eligible for the NCAA tournament. For the tournament. NCAA tournament. And so, and so you can lose to, you can tell how bad the non-conference loss is. So like if you lose to an unranked team, if they were 50th in Kempom, that's much better than if they were 250th in Kempom. Agreed. And so from our Kempom losses, right? So these are the years since the Final Four. Okay. Uh, 2017, 18. He only he loses to Illinois State, one forty. That was in that Myrtle Beach Invitational. I remember that. It, it wasn't great, but ultimately he didn't have a terrible loss in the in the 2017-2018 season, with the exception of one forty. Okay. To, but then in eighteen nineteen loses to Stony Brook, one sixty six. Oh man, remember that one? And Wyoming three. They, they finished the season. That was a bad stretch. They finished the season three seventeen. I mean, like a bottom three hundred team. Mm. You just have to beat. I mean, we are a team that went to the Final Four two years before and, and don't beat a bottom 300 team. Um, 1920, he loses to Boston U, 159 at home in, in Colonial Life. And then Stetson, also at Colonial Life. And that was coming off after beating ranked Clemson and Virginia. Yep. Beats Virginia. On, both on the road. Goes, goes to, goes to the, Charlottesville. The defending champion. The defending national champion. Beats them, comes home and loses to Stetson. That is coaching. It period paragraph. Frank can beat anybody, discussion. and he can lose to everybody. The we team, said that earlier. The team was not ready to play. Right. The team was not ready to play against Coastal Carolina. He, he I agree. He, he looked at the shoot around and knew that they weren't ready to play. It's the status quo. It, he said that. He said that in the press conference. Uh, 2020-21, We only played four non-SEC games. Two and two in those. We lost two of them. They were two decent teams. All of the teams we played were top 100 teams. Okay. And so and so we, we beat two. We lost two. Um, and then this season, he, already on the books, and the, you, you know, the non-conference ain't even over yet, folks. Where's Princeton in there? Princeton's 152. All right, so you got two 150-plus losses. I mean, Coastal's 246. Right, so you have a Q4 loss, and I believe that's a Q3 loss Q3 around there. Q3 loss, yeah, probably. Now, that's not... We're not going to say it's all doom and gloom. We can get out of it. It's just we're looking at the patterns in the past, and it doesn't look great. So each the, the last three full non-conference seasons, Frank has played. Um, I'm not counting 2020-21 here, okay. where we only played four non-conference games. So from eight in 1819-1920, and then this season 21-22, in the non-conference schedule. Frank has lost to a 150-ish ranked team okay. and a 250-ish or worse ranked team. Mm. Like in, in like losing losing to Boston U at home is okay. Every team has that one game. That's fine. If you don't follow it up game. with Stetson. Correct. And and here's the thing. This is becoming this is becoming the standard. It's this the is, pattern. It's this not, is, it's this not is an outlier. Yeah. If 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 he is not fired at the end of this season. 
um, then then the board of trustees and the a and, and our ad are telling him that this is okay that this is they acceptable. just want to have 500 seasons that's how frank talks in the preseasons it's like, hey it's the best run that school's ever had just win, winning records now, we want to make the tournament every couple of years. We were kind of talking about this earlier today when, when we were at the game and while we were getting ready for the pod, but do you think it's time to fire Frank? It's non-conference. It's early on. It's all about what you do in SEC play. That's true. And and I will say that for the last two or three years with Frank, my stance has been... Make the tournament make, you can stay. Make the tournament and, and he can stay and miss the tournament. And he, he needs to be fired. He he needs to make making the tournament one every nine years is not an acceptable result. At South Carolina, we don't have these huge expectations no. in basketball. No, 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 no. We no. just want to be competitive in every couple, two, three years. Every two or three sniff years. Sniff the tournament. Um, not, not, I don't even want to use the phrase sniff the tournament because then Frank Frank can move the goalpost to say he sniffed it every year. You mean on the bubble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but like... But every one out of every three seasons make the tournament, and I get that you're going to have down years. I get that coming off of the Final Four, it was going to be a tall order to make the NCAA tournament because th- that team graduated. You, you know, like mm-hmm. he he came back with Kotsar and, and Silva, and that was it, really. You, you know, like from the core, you, you know, six or seven like truly core players that that were on that team, but um. And that's okay to then miss the tournament, but he's got to get back. And I just it's just all around frustration. It's just it's just yes. I don't know I don't know what else to say. Well, going into the season, you know, I think because, you know, I think I was saying ten and three in the non conference, nine and four. I think with this loss, you need to go at least ten and three in the non con. Yeah, we can You got Florida State coming up. That's probably our highest RPI net. Kim Palm right. rating. And, and you Clemson. have Clemson, who's been losing a little lately, but yeah. still a good team. Yeah. 10 and 3. I mean, yeah. yeah. That means you could afford to lose the Florida State, but then you got to beat, take care of Clemson and all the in state schools. If we, we go, play. if we go 10 and 3, what do we need to do in the SEC? I think 12 and 6. I think, tw- I think 12 and 6. And that's hard to do. Yeah. I think we've only done it once. Frank has only done it one time. And what year was that? That was the year we made the tournament. That sounds like a pretty good. Yeah. Game plan sounds he's, good. He's, he's gone eleven and seven twice, and both times he's he's missed the tournament in twenty nineteen. I think this is so. A lot of people, a lot of takes out there, on Wednesday, uh, Gamecock Twitter was was hot. a was a hot place to be. Hot. Uh, I we actually did a decent job of you, you know not really not really getting too ugly out there. That was bad, but uh, I was pretty mad too. But. One of the takes is that in the Final Four run, we had a bad loss to Memphis. We lost some other games to mm-hmm. uh, Clemson, Seton Hall, like, and and that without it, Thornwell, they, right? Well, you know, without Cousinard, like, hey, like, so, I, yeah, and, and so, and but then the team came together and won in the SEC, right? My it's response all about what you do there. My response to that is people do not remember that we barely made the NCAA tournament. It's all about the results at the end of the day. Like like we no, bar- yeah, people forget about those. We yeah. barely made if if we had gone 11 and 7 and not 12 and 6 in SEC play, we would not have made the we NCAA tournament. We would have missed. Right? If if PJ Dozier's putback does not go against in against Monmouth. Monmouth in overtime to win by one Q at one the buzzer. win that we never would have thought was a key one win. But but we don't make it. Like right. one more loss, we're not in the tournament. We're definitely not in Greenville. Everything worked the way, and it, it which is which. Being they gave grateful. us a gift from the year prior yeah, of yeah, yeah. missing it, like and 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 
And so, like, the, the, the point is, is that he's got to do better in, in the non-conference. And he just doesn't. He refuses to, and he's indignant. And he doesn't about freak it. out about it. Maybe as a coach, can yeah. you freak out about it? I don't know. He, but. He's, he was okay losing to Coastal Carolina. I'm sure of it. Because if he wasn't okay losing to Coastal Carolina, he would have been mad about it in the press conference. He, he wasn't. He would have put Bryant in the game. He would have put him back in the game. You mean your best players in the best situ- situation in, in, clutch, in clutch time? You'd actually play the right players at the right time? Yeah, yeah. He, That's what a rational coach he, does. He, but, but he was he he was cool with losing. He was sitting there with his arms crossed. Yeah, you're right. Just cool with losing, getting himself a technical foul down there at the end. Hey, we don't want to be doom and gloom. We just we just wanted to show you that I think you guys and everyone we list you know listens to the pod. People are just frustrated, and here we go again. Hopefully, we hope and pray yeah. that it's just a one time deal. They go and make a run, and we're okay. All right. So b- before we move on here, I want to talk about one more thing in this 2019. Okay. Okay. This is so the. So this is the 18-19 season. Okay. This is two years removed from the Final Four. Okay. The Final Four is what? 16-17. Is that a Frank Booker so, year? Uh, no, no, no. Frank Booker is 17-18. Is, uh, okay. This is the year after Frank Booker. This is going to be A.J. Lawson's sophomore season. Okay. Okay. Freshman year. No, sophomore year. He left what? as a junior last year. Yeah. 18-19. Okay. Then 19-20. Okay, you're right. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. A.J. Lawson's sophomore year. No, freshman. freshman. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. sorry, everybody. It's, it's all, right. all right. So so anyway, we go 11 and 17 in SEC play. Mm-hmm. Right. Frank Martin can do this. He actually does his 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 results in SEC play aren't terrible. They're in the top top half. Uh, the year before the Final Four, he went 11 and seven. We like finishing third, fourth, fifth. In, in 1920, he went 10 yeah. and eight. He, he he went 10 and eight, but like. But we missed the. <laughs> We, yeah, go, but, we finish but, but in the it, top four. In 19, we're in the top four. We're 11 and 7. And don't even make the NIT. How many SEC teams made the NCAA tournament? Six or seven. 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 Finishing below us, Mississippi State 10 and 8, Ole Miss 10 and 8, Florida 9 and 9. Frank says we had a great year. And 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 if you look at the SEC play, we did have a great year. It's just the non-con losses. We were We were 16 and 16 overall. We lost eight non-conference games. Now, now, to be fair, okay, the Kim Palm rankings of some of these non-conference games that we lost to, okay, little high, <laughs> okay. We played we played UVA, who ended mm-hmm. up winning the national title number right. one overall, right? All right. We played Michigan. We played really strong who, competition. Who ended up fin- who was ranked five when we played them, right? And ended up finishing number six in Kim Palm overall, okay. We lost by twenty at home to Walford, which Ooh. we we talked about this game. We've already talked on yep. the pod. You wouldn't know what Walford's Kimpom rating was at the end of that season. What eighteen? Ooh, they were so good. 20, 2019 Walford was so good, <laughs> uh, and then Clemson was thirty six. But we've also got you know Providence seven seventy nine, Oklahoma State yep. eight eighty three, and then obviously we've got the Wyoming loss. And the uh, and the Stony Brook loss, right? That that are in there that are terrible. But just with the Stony Brook and the Wyoming wins, losses. No, no, no. Games. Excuse me. Games. If if we won just those and lost these other tough games, we'd been fine. 
18, 18 and 14 overall. All of a definitely sudden, NIT. Uh, definitely Maybe NIT. sniffing the bubble. On the bubble. On right. the bubble. The bubble bubble? No, no. The real bubble. Uh, on the bubble. Eight, 18 and 14. And then you throw in beating one of Providence or Oklahoma State who weren't that good. 19 and nineteen and 13. You, you know, that's it's, that's an it's, NCAA it comes, tournament it resume. It comes down to four or five games every year. You just got to be on the right side of them. You got to win. And and Frank Martin is fine. He, he loves to, like, prove these points. Oh yeah, and lose, and and so like he, if he if he doesn't make the NCAA tournament this season, he needs to be fired. He just needs to be fired. Well, let's hope he makes it, and we go on a great I mean, run, if, and we if, forget about if, it. If we go eighteen and zero in SEC play, yeah, no one will remember the. the come loss. on, come yeah. on back. I'm fine losing to Coastal, but but that's not going to happen. It's not real life. Yeah, let's we'll see what happens. Hey, we'll get we're done with Coastal. Let's just hope we never have to bring it up. Let's, I do want to talk about the Georgetown oh, game. I'm positive we're going to keep talking about Coastal. <laughs> hey, 80-67 to 67 over Patrick Ewan's Georgetown. Good game. Good win. Good win. Georgetown, not the Georgetown of old, would you agree? It, this is definitely not Patrick Ewing's uh, Georgetown they were, when he was a player. They were 3-3 three and three coming in the game after beating you know us beating them. They go to 3-4. and four. They're last in the Big East, but still a name game. I call they, them the name game. They, they were right at 100 on Kimpom. I think like 103 or 104. Dikembe Mutombo and Tracy McGrady in the audience today. Got um, a little people excited. So was Alex English, which made for, I, I think I saw four NBA Hall of Famers. In Colon- just, just hanging out in Columbia. In, in, in Colonial Life Arena Nothing today. else to do on a Sunday afternoon. Yeah. It was a good win. Yeah, we looked pretty good. What stood out to you today? Um, Wilden's Levesque stood out to me. Missed out on some rebounds, which made me mad, and I screamed a little bit. You did. You got a little loud. But 14 points. Only four rebounds. Could have had a lot more, but 14 points from Levesque. Had a couple. Had a South Carolina. South Carolina. A sports center top 10. Oh, that alley-oop. Alley-oop. One-hand catch dunk. That was great. He was impressive. Stevenson got in a little bit of foul trouble, which hot and cold Stevenson didn't shoot a lot today. Only shot the ball four times. Would that be a season low for Stevenson? <laughs> I haven't looked at it, but that has to be a season. A season Only low. six points for him, and they were on him. They were on him when he was back in the game. He, they were not letting him get a three. But off. balanced game today: fourteen for Levesque, eleven for Reese, nine for Wilson, eight for Wright, six Stevenson, Keyshawn eleven. Josh Gray even with nine. So just a balanced balanced day. Georgetown couldn't hit the broad side of a barn. We even got some free chicken from the game, which is almost every game with Chick-fil-A. Yeah, I actually don't think. Yeah, public service announcement to the listeners if yep. you were there. Um, open up your Chick-fil-A app. Because- every time they announce the, the contest or the sweepstakes for the two missed free throws from the opposing team, we already have a free. They go ahead and send it to us. So every game you're getting a free chicken sand, chicken sandwich yeah. always. Yeah, men's and women's. So always have the app ready. You're getting a free chicken sandwich. Carolina should actually advertise this, like to their season. Come to the game. Teams. You're gonna pay eight dollars for a here's, ticket. Here's, here's a three dollar sandwich. Here's a three dollar sandwich. Yeah, Chick Chick Fil A will give you a sandwich if you come to the game. But anyway, I was happy with the day. You know, gays today's game. I'll tell you what stood out win. to me. I'll tell yeah, you what, what stood, stood out, out to me. For you? AJ Wilson had a decent game. But, Made a three. Yeah, it was his first game. He was out. He's you been know, up and down. And and at the beginning of the season, and I think dealing with a back injury, right? Mm-hmm. He, he was the one with the back injury, right? Yep. Yeah. And so I've never hurt my back, but I hear it's just brutal. 
you can't play basketball with hurt back. Right. And and I can only imagine how it like lingers with you. Uh, it was nice to see him play a positive game. If you listened to our season preview pod, we were very high on him at the start of the year. And um, since he's been back, it's really been meh, you, you know, right. very so-so. But, uh, you know, nine points He's today. always a defense, you know, rebound block guy, but he had a good day. Nine points today, three rebounds. And shout out to Jacoby Wright. Looked pretty good today at point. Had a couple <laughs> driving baskets. <laughs> we just got mad at Frank for playing the freshman, and now you're shouting him out. Hey, uh, <laughs> well, when you're playing at home, not as stressful. Yeah, that's true. Also, you're going to have your ups and downs with freshmen. You know, Kuzenard only played 12 minutes. Uh, Jacoby Wright played good enough today. He efficient. Actually, he was he, efficient is what he, I would he say. Was, he, yeah, he had a couple of nice plays. Uh, Levesque bailed him out by catching maybe the hardest alley-oop of all time. <laughs> like it looks good but like if Levesque doesn't catch this it's it just is like the worst throw pass I've ever seen Kuzinar did play 12 minutes but he looked a little hobbled he wasn't he's, 100% he's hurt. he's hurt but it was good to see him out there at least because we need him yes. just his presence in the game it is it is nice that I think we got a little break coming up right like we don't play again until we got Florida a week State. we got a week yeah. at Florida State Rock Hill it is it is nice that we've got a full week and that there's not a game in the middle of the week Agreed. between now and Florida State and because Cousinard is definitely not 100%. So they have exams, so they'll have a nice relax, relaxing on the body week. That'll yeah. be good. Um, and it'll be, hey, next game, so good win. Got to see Patrick Ewing some stars today. Yeah. But we, next game's in Rock Hill against top 100 Florida State. Florida State in the Kimpom. Yeah, I think so. I haven't looked it up yet. I How can, about you look that up? I can get it to you right now. But it's now. in Rock Hill, a little neutral site game, which will be interesting. I'd prefer to have it at home for at least, uh, I would say we had about 4,000 fans today, maybe 5,000 paid. But good win today. A few students came out, which was good. Um, We'll see what happens. The crowd today was actually... Better than I thought it was going to be. I thought it after that. Well, it was a name game, so people came loss. out. I would say about two hundred Georgia and Georgia Georgetown fans were there. Yeah, um, there there was definitely a Georgetown crew. I guess they wanted to see Patrick Ewing. I you know a lot of people just wanted to see him. So Florida State is uh, they were ranked top twenty five and thirty six, and they lost to Florida. Yeah. So that would be a Q one win if we oh. can get that on the neutral court. Yeah. So that will be a tough game. UAB climbing up to 44. Love that. Yeah. So we'll see what happens with the men. But hey, up and down week. At least we beat Georgetown to make us a little bit forget about Coastal. We'll see what happens going forward. I did want to get to the women. What did the women do this week, Sumter? The women won. The women do what the women have been doing all season. They handle business. They played North Carolina A&T. Beat the oh. crap out of them, seventy nine forty two. So this was kind of a fun game, and and were you there? I, I was. Okay. I will say this: there's a trend with this team okay. that I've been noticing. What's that? Um, we've been playing really bad second quarters. A little pattern. Um, I mean, we did against UConn. Uh, we came out slow against Clemson. Uh, we came out slow against um, Elon. Elon. Yeah, we came yep. out slow against Elon. And we've been playing some fairly bad um, second quarters. Well, you can't be perfect. So if you want to, if you want to hang with this women's team, 
Go get you, a snack in the second quarter is no, what you're you, saying? you've got to get up on us. Like, like if, if you're an, another, an opposing team. You have to team, put it to us and we have to be down so, 10 or 15, right? So, North Carolina A&T, they were pretty happy to be um, in the game. They were pretty happy to be in the game. And then we closed out the half on a 22 nothing run. It was it was 18 to 15 at one point in time, okay, in the second quarter. It was 18 to 15 at one point in time in the second quarter and we couldn't do anything. And the halftime score was 40 to 15. Wow. Just like hit it to them. Like started making threes. Right. Boston just Boston just, had the game of her life. 29 and 14, 13 to 13, perfect from the floor. It was awesome. She just started posting the girls. I don't even up. think she played in the fourth quarter. Not much, not much. Great game. Boston is really coming out. Like, she's been great, but she's been really, really great. The defense, this team can play some defense. Well, that's what Dawn preaches 24-7. And five stars helped that a little bit, too. Yeah. But anyway, good win for North Carolina A&T. But that took, came into the Big 12 SEC Challenge. Yeah. 65-44 win over a pretty good Kansas State team. Coming in 7-1. And they had some two six foot six girls. Yeah, they were big, and we took it to them. They got in foul trouble a little bit. Boston ain't scared. I will be surprised. I do not know a ton about. Uh, I do not know a ton about the national women's scene. Okay, I will be surprised if we play a team that's bigger than us. I mean, there's a few teams that have that one six seven girl, but not overall. Just, I mean, just. We're bringing because because like we're bringing Cardosa in six you, you seven know, off the bench off and the then bench. six two six three backup centers. Yeah, you know, um, like Beal and Saxton are tall. You know, uh, Amihair just this team's big, and um, and they're good. And the defense, they're just blocking shots. Left Which and led right. me to tweet that just said it's fun to watch these girls play. It's just yeah. fun. It is fun. Winning is fun. Winning's fun. I, it. I love watching Dawn too. Mm-hmm. Like her, her, her attitude. Um, we didn't really talk about this with the men, but the Dawn's attitude is she's in it twenty four seven. She's mad at any little one turnover. She gets mad. The Frank's attitude this week was not the best. Nonchalant. A C- couple screams. Got to have a couple screams. Yeah, Frank. He he really like few rage subs. Rage he, subs. He, he really. Like laid into Jacoby Wright to the point today, to the point where we were laughing. His family felt it. We, we were we were like groaning. We we were like, this is awkward. Like in in the stands and and like yeah. The, Frank was screaming timeout when he could call the timeout. Right, and then and then after the timeout was called, he, he just screamed, ran and just got into Jacoby in Wright's face. face. But anyway, Dawn doesn't do that. Yeah. Oh, Dawn. She's just, so mad, but she she's just pleasant. She's invested. We'll see what happens, but anyway, the girls are having fun too, which is fun to watch. Like they're just they're Boston just fun with to watch. Boston with twenty one and seventeen, just becoming a double double machine. Yeah, yeah. Amma Hare, little with Dusty Henderson was yeah. out. Amma Hare, our six four backup center, just playing a little point. She did 11, 11 points, five blocks, seven assists, only one turnover at point guard. Yeah, how long is Henderson going to be out? They don't know. It's pro- my guess is another week, week or two, and okay. you, they're out. You know, they're out till Maryland, Maryland next Sunday. So we'll see. We need her. I mean, she's our 
go-to point guard, but we don't know. Don really hasn't said an exact timetable. Yeah. But anyway, Cardoso, 11 points, 10 rebounds, her first double-double. This girl's good. She's going to be good. Six seven off the yeah. bench. No big deal. Anyway, 65-44 for the girls. Just another dominant. And I looked up a little stat today. You ready for this? Oh, you're throwing a stat at me. I am ready for this. South Carolina is number one. Yes. In defense correct. against <laughs> the points. Point defense. I, I thought you were just telling us South Carolina was number we one. We are number one. <laughs> but defense. Number one points defense per in game, the nation. Number one. That's great. Like, give up 48 a game. That's amazing. That will, of course, go up when we go to SEC play. But it's a very interesting step. Um, so the women play Maryland at home on Sunday. That yes. will be a tough game. They, they're they ranked. Um, hopefully Henderson's back for that. We need her. Yeah. It wouldn't be the end of the world, but it'd be a lot more comfortable. But you can't rush her back. If she ain't ready, she ain't ready. I mean, that UConn game, just like Henderson was the... She's just, the glue. And she was in control d- down the stretch. Also, speaking of that UConn game, just today, you know, um, we want to send our our hopes out that Paige Beckers... Yeah, um, she was just walking down the court, busted her knee up. Just we'll see what happens great, there. Great player. Got um, them coming up back in January, I think. And, uh, and we re- hopefully we'll be able to see her at, at Colonial Life, but... Uh, and that she's not done for the season. Mm. But you, you never want to see that to anybody. Mm. But anyway, women killed it this week. Men, yeah. very up and down. But overall, yeah. I mean, we beat Georgetown. And so if we beat Clemson and Florida State, I'll be, I'll, I will be back to being in a better place. But, but just... You're gonna, beating Florida State would take that Q4 loss and have a Q1 win. That would be a nice... Would that be an even out? Yeah, but sure. Because you had UAB even out Princeton. But we we gotta not just can't look at it this way. We just you need to you need to rack up the wins in non conference. We haven't had a ranked basketball team since the, the final, final four year. We have not not been even ranked, one week. Not even one week. Not even in a preseason poll. And part of the reason is that we don't win these non conference games. And so when we get hot in the SEC, which Frank does. Oh, there'll they'll be a run. There'll be a run. This team's going to win four SEC games in a row at some point. At some point in the season, and be on the bubble bubble. Oh, of course. I, I'm, someone will write an article saying what this team has to do to get onto the bubble and be considered for the NCAA tournament. And then the team won't do that. You, you know, uh, obviously, like like I can I can tell you right now what the team needs to do to get the to the NCAA. Just tournament. went out, right? Yeah, win the rest of their games. Win the last ten. Yeah. <laughs> win, win, win the rest of our games and we'll make it. But uh, but uh, I forget where I was going with this. <laughs> Let's just win. Yeah. And don't lose. Sound good? It sounds great to me. All right, guys. That's the end of the pod. I had fun. Stumped, you have fun? I had fun. It, it would be nice to not have to be talking about same old Frank. Let's see what happens. Maybe new, next week we beat Florida State. Everything's fine, right? I'll just be more like... It yes, might. everything is fine if we beat Florida State, but it just it just will beating Florida State just makes the U the coastal loss just worse in in so many ways because well, hey, the team is good. Let's let's just the be, team is good, Bryce. And we're screaming in the pod. All right, all right, guys. We'll see see you next week for 
women against Maryland and the men against Florida State. We'll see you next Sunday night, Monday. Have a good one. Go Cox. Go Cox.